this impacts or the self the self worth impacts going into a relationship when it comes to like going into a relationship, looking for a relationship, building a relationship, being in it, things of that nature. I think self-worth impacts your motivations for going into a relationship in some ways, mm-hmm. depending on, on what you use, yeah, sure. uh, what external things you use to determine your self-worth. And even internally, if you don't feel worthy, you're not going to attract a, you mm-hmm. won't be with a partner who you feel like you're worthy of being with. If you feel like you are less than, you're going to choose a partner who is also less than, or you're going to choose a partner and a part of your motivation for choosing that partner is for them to convince you that you're worthy. You're going to seek consistent reassurance in that relationship in order to be like, oh, yeah, well, if you chose me, then I'm worth something. And that must mean I'm worth something in all these other areas. Mm-hmm. Hey, what it do, baby? It's your boy, Brandon. I am joined by my sensational partner and co-host <laughs> hey y'all it's Sandra. welcome to the buffet podcast where we continue to give you that endless food for thought we started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating these conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and deep we both have backgrounds in counseling and are young black professionals in the dmv area We know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. All right, so what are we talking about today, babe? Well, first we're going to start off with a little new segment. Ooh, that's right. New segment. Name is in the works. We're going to workshop a couple things. Right now, Mm -hmm. we're we're, we're going to call it, we started with current events. It was like, no, how we record, we may not be recording like the day before like we used to this might be weeks in advance so it may not be current by the time y'all hear it so then what was it you said i said an appetizer call it the appetizer because you know it goes with with you know the theme you know buffet final food for thought appetizer you know entree i mean i mean if you do appetizer i mean at some point we gotta the main point gotta be called it entree that that works i was also thinking of like you know how they have uh daily specials Ooh, on the special? No, I mean that's I, I can't do that. That, ooh, sir. Let me walk that back. That's being Go very ahead. uh culturally inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, lunch special, lunch specials, lunch, mm, happy special. happy hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always be happy though. Mm-hmm. That's true. The pour of the day, the ooh, house like that, house wine. Mm, I like the pour of the day pour of the day mm-hmm. yeah the soup of the day yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so currently untitled but right now we, we are leaning towards you know appetizer you see how that works you know so an appetizer segment this is where we want to try to give y'all something that's going on in the world and talk about it or it may not just be one thing maybe a couple of things and before we get into the meat and potatoes of excuse me until we get into the entree of the main course, if you will, of the episode. Ooh, what if it's the first plate? First plate. I like that. First plate. First plate. Insert some kind of noise. Y'all ain't going to hear it, but bam, 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 it's just a bam. mental for me for the future. Yeah, I might do I something for sure. Hold on. Let me see how this sounds. How does that sound? Does that sound like anything? It does sound like two things clicking. <laughs> two cups clicking. Okay, okay, I like that. 
Especially if we got some wine or something, we can do mm-hmm. a little clink at the beginning. We could. Implement like some kind of wine, you know, uh, a paired wine, a paired, Ooh. you know, drink to go with it. It doesn't have to be alcoholic because, you know, we ain't got to do that. But yeah, sometimes some we just be drinking water. Yeah, this water, this water pairs well with literally anything, with life. So, that being said, our what would you say? Our first plate. Mm-hmm. I like that first plate. I wanted to talk about, or at least you know, yeah, discuss the because where when we're recording this, this is still May, late May. Uh, and it was just after the news, or I don't say news because it's like, was it B Simone? Mm-hmm. B Simone had made some comments on YouTube about MLK, indicating that he wasn't a great man because he cheated on Coretta. So because he did that, he's no longer a great man. He is now like an okay human. And I was thinking like, that's wild. <laughs> that's a that like that's a wild hot take. As a that's a extremely fuego, solar flare, supernova, bankai Ryujin Jaka, turn everything to ash. Anime references. I was if like, you, if I, you get you it, you, you get if you know you know. Uh, TLDR is a hot take. So I was like, hmm, what do you th- what do you think about this? I was like, damn, should I insert a clip of it? Go ahead, play it. All right, hold up. All right, we're going to try to play you the clip of it, see what y'all think, so y'all ain't got to go Google it or whatever. Here we go. Outside of Martin Luther King, great, a great leader in any aspect. You're not a great husband, mm. a great communicator, mm. a great... You're a liar. You're not, you're not great. You're, not, you're, <laughs> you're a liar. not great. You're a liar. You're not great. You're not a great dad, my nigga. Mm. You're an okay human. I guess this is. <laughs> <laughs> that was the the gist. If y'all want to see the the larger clip of it, it's on YouTube. It's all over. You like can't miss it. Just type in "Be Simone M O K" or something. Is it from her podcast? Yeah, apparently she just she just started a a podcast, and yeah, she was on it with some with some. Well, another lady. I'm not sure if that's a co-host or if that was a uh, a guest or whatever. But yeah, it is, it is from her podcast. Okay. Well, one I would say I think it's important to have the full context before you react to something. So mm-hmm. I would encourage folks to watch, you know, the full thing to get a better understanding. But I would say, given just this one clip of her, you know, criticizing a relationship that she's not in. I think that there is some projection going on because we don't know what the terms and conditions of their relationship were at that time. Mm -hmm. We don't know what type of understanding they had. And if Coretta wasn't complaining and and maybe she wasn't complaining because of the The time and things of that nature, you know, like because of her sense of loyalty or duty to the mission that he was serving that was greater than you know, their romantic relationship. Maybe those things contributed to her not saying anything, but because she hasn't said anything, I don't think that it's fair to criticize from the outside and so many years removed, right? Like we are seeing it from- You weren't even born. Your yeah, mama might not even been born. We're, we're seeing it from the lens of a modern relationship and the expectations that we have placed on a relationship that we would be in today. 
Mm-hmm. You've never dated a man who was under the type of stress that he was under. He was doing the things he was doing. Th- that was doing the things that he was doing. You can't say what you would, would be willing to accept in that situation. And if your only criteria for what makes or a part of your main criteria for what makes a man a good man is how much money he has. MLK wouldn't have been your type, no way. That, that's he true. Had no job. MLK would have been. Damn, that's true. Well, I mean, he did. I mean, he did have the clout, the influence, the power, so to speak. But he probably he, wasn't he, rich. He wasn't a Birkin bag type of nigga. I can. Oh, first I of can. all, I don't even know Birkin bags existed back then. But but the equivalent of it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's a God fearing man. He's a he's a whole preacher pastor, and I kind of feel like he probably he he wouldn't he wouldn't be no Creflo Dollar type type of type of preacher. Uh, you know, flashy with it. So. That's a good point. You raise a good point uh, about that. Like he might not, he you might have overlooked him, called him corny or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Uh, but irregardless of that, I'm I'm just looking at it from the point perspective of just like yo, like the the things that he has done for not just black people, but just for all ethnicities. Period. Just from what he did, you like the the try to say that that wasn't like a significant contributor to. American history and our history or in our present and future it's it's a gross like I don't know disrespect I guess to like his legacy um I mean I don't know I a part of me feels like what you do in your bedroom and who you do it with mm-hmm. is your own business you get to you get to decide what your legacy, well, no, you get to construct your life in the way that is best suited for you. And the parts of his life that he wanted people to know, he was forthcoming with those things. That's and true. we knew those things. That's and true. the parts of his life that were not important for people to know or were not shared with people were intentional. Now, you know what you know because years have passed and you know that and information. FBI, and, FBI, and it took an FBI like illegal wiretapping wire to like figure that out. Exactly. Like, and the then, literal feds was trying to get dirt on him. Of course they found it. Right. And so that's why you know what you know. So don't, I don't know. I just feel like we shouldn't be too high and mighty. If your deepest, darkest secrets, the things that you didn't want people to know were all of a sudden revealed and people were judging you for it. I don't know that you would feel, you know, so self-righteous in coming out and, and no, criticizing this no. person. That's, I mean, that's human nature. And like people quickly judge other people knowing that you probably got something just as, just as bad, or you may have be, if you were in that same situation, you might've made the same type of decision. I think that's just general across the board you know everyone to be saying like yeah i wouldn't do x y and z but you don't know that shit until you until you're in it and every time you're in like a altercation you know, or you hear about altercation like yeah if that was me like especially with like these shootings and stuff like that everybody, like, plenty of people who are like if that was me boy i would have been i would have been rambo i would have been ju- jumping over jumping over goddamn x y and z you know like shooting hitting i'm like bro like let's keep it a buck someone come somebody come in with that thing busting you are screaming like a whole <laughs> child mm-hmm. and trying to get the hell up out the way. You ain't trained for this. So that's, that's not that's not at like deep inside. You're just waiting for the danger to happen for you to like unlock super super saiyan mode. Like that's not how that works. You gotta train for this. But yeah, the to get back to the MLK thing. <sighs> yeah, I, I I think that was a re personally think that that was a reach. I don't think that his marital business had like will impact should impact like his legacy outside of it. Like the things that he was doing had nothing to do with his marriage. 
That's true. And who's to say that his worth was tied up in being a great husband and being a great father? If and no one, wait, no one's down him him being a great father or even a. I guess question another first question is like, can you be a great person if you are, if you are failing at one aspect of your life? So it's like, can you be great if you like? I think how I heard it was like, are you still an A student if you get an F on a test? Yes. It's a majority minority kind of thing. And I, I think it, again, it comes down to what you as a person value. If he didn't value having a, again, which we don't know right. what their agreement was, but if he didn't value monogamy. Mm-hmm. Or she didn't. Or, or she, she, she didn't she, value she just, They yeah. came to an agreement where monogamy is not a, a standard that is set in our relationship. Why are you a bad person for living out your, right, your life? Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. are you a bad person for doing what, what feels best for you? I think you become a bad person or I think, you know, your, um, your morality is called into question. Is it one, you're deceiving someone when you're taking the opportunity to choose from someone and if, if you are taking advantage of them mm-hmm. and we don't know if that was the case. So I don't know that I can say that, you know, you are, I don't think anyone's 100% bad or 100% good. I think that we're all human and we're all flawed. And so w- while the majority may point us in a direction of making a decision about someone, there is still always opportunity to, you know, have a conversation with someone, have an interaction with someone where you can see them as good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure Hitler opened the door for someone. Like I'm sure that he did something that was like kind. That's true. To I mean, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't evil the whole. Yeah, the, the, someone the whole, like all the way him, up to. You know I, I mean, saying? I hope somebody, or maybe he became like that because no one did. But we don't know. But I'm quite. Sh- people generally aren't born evil. You know, what I'm saying it's something uh. that you like grow to become. So I'm sure, like you know, toddler Hitler was you know just as cute as any or ugly as any <laughs> other regular ass baby from Austria. <laughs> And the goddamn yeah. eighteen, whenever the hell he was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You, you raised a good point. So, and I think that I think that again, like we are in a space, especially with people who are creating content, where passing judgment, making quick decisions, and you know, saying what you feel is the norm. And that I'm not demonizing her for that or criticizing her for that. I'm just saying we don't know everything. Right. And she's I not a piece of shit person for saying that about MLK. Yeah, I don't think that. And I think that that may be a part of the reaction that we'll see online. I think that there are going to be people who judge not only her character, but judge her intelligence and judge, judge her worth mm-hmm. based off of what she's saying. And I don't think that that you, we don't have the full picture of her the same way that she doesn't have the full picture of MLK that's big, that's, she's making. You raised this a good point. Yeah, so I, yeah, I personally don't don't think she's like a bad person or a shitty person. I just think she may have some not smart uh, ideas, but who doesn't? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Is and she, what you want, what she wants is okay. Like yeah, it is okay for her. Exactly, it is okay for her to want that and to to actively be fighting against. Uh, cultural norm that for powerful men yeah, that is okay for them, them to, to cheat like yeah. it is okay for her to say that she doesn't want this thing mm-hmm. even if there are a million voices telling her that she's crazy and she won't be able to find this thing mm-hmm. i would never encourage anyone to settle i would never be like nah just take what you can get if you know you're going to be unhappy by taking what you can get don't do it i mean that's facts you but, you, but you also up. but you but you also gotta take accountability for like what that can mean. If if the world is saying this shit ain't possible, and for, to your experience that's not possible, you can either say, "All right, I'm just gonna die here. I'm just gonna like stand on this 
square and I'm 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 going to die on this hill and just like not get with anybody because like they're probably going to may cheat on me or come to terms with it and, and make some make adjustments. But like you have to make that determination. So it's like if you really if you really like yo, I, I want a powerful powerful dude or you know, and I absolutely don't want that person to cheat on me. If it you, it had and and if you are so adamant about it that you like I I would rather be you know go about this by myself and like not be with anybody if I'm gonna get with instead of getting with somebody who may cheat on me then you that's something that you got that's your choice yeah you have to make a decision about what you value do you value partnership and a healthy loving relationship or do you value being with a powerful man. Because if it's about being with a powerful man, you accept what comes along with that, mm-hmm. right? And if if everyone is telling you what comes along with that is some discretion, like right, you could put you could put like rules and regulations on it and stuff like that. But you know, being able to necessarily outlaw that's not outlaw it. That's not something that you would you can control. Even if you get with somebody who's like, yeah, I'll be faithful. Like you can't enforce that. Like you can't enforce that on someone else because you can't control somebody. Like they can be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. 10 years out of line, they may be like, you know what? Now I'm going to do something. Like, you can't, you can't do anything except leave. Yeah. Or and accept so you, it. You decide what is of most of the utmost value to you and how you're going to be able to live out those values. Because I would never, again, encourage someone to settle. But if the thing that is most important to you is being in relationship and developing a family, you can do that with a man who's not powerful. Yeah. But if the thing that's most important to you Just is be being with a powerful, powerful man, then you got to take that with the. The, the trade-off is you are giving up the probability for not the chance or, or the, 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 but the probability of monogamy, at least from his end mm-hmm. or whomever is the powerful person. But yeah, in this mm-hmm. example, the man. Or again, if, if what, if you value monogamy, if that's the thing that is the most important to you, then you make a decision with those other two things. Monogamy is the most important to me. Okay. Is it monogamy with a powerful man or a monogamy with any man? And then you make a, you make decisions based off of the things right. that you value. You should definitely be living out your values and you should never settle for things that are outside of your values, but you also have to be realistic. Yeah. And so if the things that you value aren't revealing themselves to you or, or you aren't able to find them, Either you reevaluate and you say like, okay, what do I really value and why do I value it? Is it because I truly believe this, want this for myself, or is it something that is external? It's not intrinsically motivated and I've just been conditioned to think that this is the thing that I want and that I should come to expect. Once you do all that, you'll find an answer. Like that's true. You'll, One you'll, way or the you'll decide you may not what is like most the important answer, to you. Yeah. yeah. That's real. All right. So the TLDR. MLK is still a great man. He may not have been the best husband. Which again, which again we, still we, don't we, we don't know what because agreement what the agreement was and things of that nature. But like an argument can be made that he may that he may not have been the best husband. But I don't think by any metric there is a there is a uh argument that can be made that MLK wasn't like in general like a great man for like what he was able to accomplish and do for the people, black people, mm-hmm. Asian people. All the people who not from America mm-hmm. that was able to immigrate after MOK stuff happened. And the fact that she can talk about this type of shit. Kinda gotta give, give a little nod to MOK for that. But okay. Good first plate. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Tasting good. So what? What is the entree? What's the main course? So for our main course today, I wanted us to spend some time talking about self worth, and I think that that's these good, kind of feed into each into other. It. Yeah, that's yeah. A good especially considering that you know one of the ways that people determine well. I wanted to talk about what determines your self-worth, but I think one of the things that people use to measure their self-worth are things that are external. And so being mm-hmm. in a relationship, being in a healthy relationship, being a good partner, all of those things can be ways that people measure their, their self-worth to say like, oh, I'm good. I'm worthy because I'm doing all of these things for other people. And it sounds like in some ways the worth of a man to her is based off of, you know, his ability to be monogamous in a relationship. So, I mean, I guess that's a little bit more about, you know, determining the worthiness of other people. But for this, I would like for us to start with what determines your self-worth. Yeah. As you were talking, I was trying to think about whether or not are there some like, are there self-worth type things that are true for both men and women or are they different? I mean, so mm-hmm. like while we both have like self-worth mm-hmm. or lack of it for some people, a lot of people, the things that make up that self-worth, are they the same for men and women in a relationship or are they different things? So I was just thinking this from a man's perspective, just me personally, I think a lot, I believe this to be true that a lot of the self-worth for men is based on the things that they can, they do and can provide. Yeah, that's ex- external. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what's placed on men. That, that is the judgment. Mm, okay. by, that is the judgment by which men are either deemed good or bad. Yeah. Generally. Well, worthy or unworthy. Worthy or unworthy. Yeah. What you got, what can you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what services Girl, or things boys. can you, can you provide to the community, your family, things that things of that nature. So, a man can be the best man out here. He, you know, he's courteous. He's, you know, he good communicator. Good communicator looks good, but if that man don't have a job, a way that brings in money, he's less than. Mm. And I think that that's been internalized with a lot of guy, with a lot of men, and that's not that's not a pretty sight to see a dude a man who has no self-worth behind that uh yeah i think a lot of a lot of the self-worth for men is very outwardly uh motivating from the Mm -hmm. outside outside in there's a lot of pressure for guys to behave or do or be a certain way that i don't think it leaves a lot it doesn't leave a lot of room for a man to be able to kind of like think about what it is that they value personally. Mm-hmm. That I don't think that's not, that's not something that at least for me, I really deeply considered until I was like later on in my life. So mm-hmm. I, for me, it felt like I, I finally re- started realizing like things that I cared and that mattered to me for re- like for real, for like, and like consciously was after I felt like I reached some kind of, ability as a man like in a sense of like i've reached the like i got money i got a good job 
I can afford myself. I, you know, I can do leisurely things. I finally broke like that, that, that median income where I feel like secure financially. Then from there, I was, I felt like now that that pressure's off, now I feel like now that I've reached that, I don't have to worry about the pressures from society telling me whether or not I am a, a good man or a worthy man or not. So now it left, left me free to move up that pyramid of need, so to speak. And I started thinking about like things I cared about or, or things I personally intrinsically wanted and stuff like that, that, that I, and I was looking for and other people mm-hmm. or just what I want out of from the world in, in general. Me saying that, I feel like that may be also, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like that it is the opposite for women. No, that's not true. That's not, I can't even say that for real, for real. But I do believe that like there is a societal expectation for women to have their own personal standards and, and uh, wants and desires and to communicate those things. It's like, is it, there's like an expectation that a woman will tell a man like, yo, you either are worthy or are not worthy because you don't can or cannot meet my personal needs. While the, while, and I also believe that society also tells them what those needs should be. That's fair. I mean, but th- I definitely but think when men. we think about, you know, what we say that women, women control access to sex, but men control access to relationship. And so I get to decide if you're worthy or unworthy of me having sex with you. And so that that in itself can be a worth com- conversation because there's also an expectation in some ways that a man will tie his worth to his sexual conquest. Right. Like how many women he can mm-hmm. have sex. No, with, that is, a, that is a, that another he... self-worth thing, too. I ain't mentioned. Yeah. Exactly. That's and real. so. I decide if you're worthy or unworthy for me to have sex with. And so, of course, there is some some judgment place, some expectation that a woman will confirm you're worthy. That's damn. That's that, that is very true. Like. Men are deemed. Less than or more than based on the amount of female attention that they can attract. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's I mean, and I said the same is true for women in the sense of the type of men that they, they can attract. But I think the difference is, in general, women generally don't have to do any. They can just be and and guarantee attraction from from men. Maybe not the men that they want, but there will be men who will be willing to talk to you in, in some type of way. But for men, that is generally not true on on average. For the average dude. You have to provide or have do you have to prove something or, you know, be able to provide something in order to get that reciprocity back from a woman in general versus a woman can just walk down the street and getting catcalled. Yeah, that's a good point. I think what I would say for women when it comes to self-worth, it definitely can be tied to looks. Mm-hmm. Right, like oh, absolutely. how, how yeah. beautiful you are, mm-hmm. how physically attractive you are, things like that definitely have an impact on how worthy you think you are to receive things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes male attention can fall into that same category, right? Because if you are attracted to men, you're looking for men to confirm that you are attractive. So I mean, it would make sense. Who else would you be looking for to confirm your attractiveness? The only, technically, the only thing that it should matter who you attract to is the the opposite sex that you're trying to re- receive or the sex that you're trying to be attractive to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I, I don't give a fuck if a dude's like, yo, you look good. I'm like, okay, pre- I appreciate it, but it doesn't carry as much weight. If a woman be like, yo, you look good. I'm like, oh, who word? Yeah. Okay. I know I look good then for, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cause I want to be attractive to 
woman in general and you know broadly speaking so it would make sense that i'm doing this shit so i can be attractive to the people i want to i want which is women and i would think the same is true from the other side i think so i mean i think women definitely care about men's comments and compliments but i think to your earlier point we we've come to expect that attention some man is going to think that I'm attractive. It, it may not be the man that I'm attracted to that will also think that I'm attractive, but some man is going to think I'm attractive. I think that there's also, um, in terms of like that attractiveness, women definitely are competitive. It's like, not only do I need to be attractive, I need to be more attractive than this other woman. I think that that can definitely be mm-hmm. a part of it. That like when you see women uh, in competition with other women, like trying to be the, the one to win that's the real. attention of the men, like that's when you know that the, their worth is measured on not only I don't need to just be beautiful. I need to be the most beautiful. Right. Um, so I think that that can definitely tie into it. If I'm not the most beautiful. I'm ugly. Yeah, that's true. It's either you are or you ain't. I, that's, I mean, that's what it seems like it is from outside looking in for a woman. It seems like I either have to be the best or I'm not good enough. There's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. This, oh, which is tough. It's tough. All of the things that determine that all of the external things that contribute to people's ability to see themselves as worthy or not worthy are toxic. They're mm-hmm. not helpful. That's like, true. They, they aren't going to do anything for you in the long run because you'll always feel like you need to do more to be able to continue to be worthy. Mm-hmm. If, for example, if you're a man who bases your worth off of your ability to attract women or have sex with women, how do you? how do you have a monogamous relationship? That's because true. you're always going to be seeking some other validation that you're worthy by a woman who is attracted to you. That can't work. That's true. And then as a woman who are, is only looking for uh, getting validation by the type of men that you can get, you're always seeking that validation from men and you will go out of your way to get that. Whether that, even if it means you have to, dress in a manner or behave in a manner that is, I guess, unbecoming for you mm-hmm. in order to elicit that response from people. Like, you know, example, the best example I can think of is like thirst trapping and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Is like, I want that. I want that male attention because I, that is something that reflects my value, at least in her mind. Yeah, definitely. Attention is a whole currency and people definitely base their worth off of how much attention they can garner and how many people are interested in them, especially in the social media era. It's much more challenging to, you know, see yourself as worthy independent of the other people who also see you as worthy or who will engage with you or compliment you. More people have access to you in this era which can also be a dangerous thing like not everybody needs to see everything that you're doing but fair i digress i was gonna say one of the things that i feel like i've learned about myself recently that i'm actively working to undo is like tying myself work to my productivity like if you think of people who are and i think there are are women in general who fall into this like good quote-unquote good girls like being not pick me that's too far on the scale of between like a pick me and like a niggas ain't shit type of woman I think good girls fall somewhere in between where a part of their worth is based on being hardworking and achieving and being productive 
Um, but like, I guess kind of like having it all, wanting to have it all. Like I got the good job. I got the good man. I got the good everything. And so I'm now worthy because I've like checked off all of Mm -hmm. these things that people say that you're supposed to achieve in order to like Mm -hmm. feel happy and successful. That's true. And I'm trying personally to unlearn like, or untie my, my sense of worth as a man to my net worth. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, that's hard. It's hard as shit. You it's hard as shit, boy. Yourself. I do. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's not important because it is. It's not. You know, that's not act like it is not important. But it is not to be all end all. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a magnificent ass person. You are, baby. and I don't stop being a magnificent ass person. If like my finances take a take a hit, or like I wake up one day and I decide. I don't want to be working at this job that pays me like really good. I'd rather get this job that's easier on me, but it pays me less. Now, that is up to me to work through in the sense of like now I have less money and now I can't maintain the lifestyle that I which I'm accustomed to. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, but it's it's hard, man. It's it's hard because you know the 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 messaging the re the reinforcing messaging you know for for men is real about you know being able to provide and it's very strong it's so strong mm-hmm. it is so goddamn strong so i mean and i i i question whether that message will ever go away i think it will always I, not that question but like that messaging i don't think it'll ever go away i think it's just kind of the fun as a guy as a guy you gotta you gotta make something of yourself which is true, but that doesn't necessarily mean you got to be like a god, I guess. Everybody ain't got to be Bill Gates. Everybody can't be Bill everybody Gates, can, too. Everybody can't be. That's big facts. You know what I'm saying? You got to make some of yourself, but, you know, you ain't got to be out here and, you know, reinvent the wheel and be like some kind of super leader who's able to, like, move nations or, some, or whatever the hell people are looking for. So, you know, there's there's a level between broke boy and goddamn... Bill Gates. Uh, Bill Gates. Goddamn. What's what's the this a younger one who's who's more who got more money? Tesla, the Tesla guy? Elon Musk. Elon Musk or the the uh, goddamn villain laugh Amazon man, uh Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. So you know that I mean that's a lot between Broke Boy and them three. There's a <laughs> lot is. between that. Most people are between that. There's literally only three people who are at the top of that. Three, four people. Mm-hmm. Uh so that being said, how, how do you think this impacts or the self the self-worth impacts going into a relationship when it comes to like going into a relationship, looking for a relationship, building a relationship, being in it, things of that nature? I think self-worth impacts your motivations for going into a relationship in some ways, mm-hmm. depending on, on what you use. Yeah, sure. Uh what external things you use to determine your self-worth and even internally if you don't feel worthy you're not going to attract a you won't be with a partner who you feel like you're worthy of being with if you feel like you are less than you're going to choose a partner who is also less than or you're going to choose a partner and a part of your motivation for choosing that partner is for them to convince you that you're worthy you're going to seek consistent reassurance in that relationship in order to be like oh yeah well, if you chose me, then I'm worth something. And that must mean I'm worth something in all these other areas. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. That's not, so that's not, no. that's not, that, that, that's not something I would recommend you do. 
yeah, because yeah, if you don't have the self worth, you if you don't think you're worth nothing, then you know anything. Some people can buy you for for anything. Well, I say, I use the word buy not in like the sex work connotation, but in the sense of just like allowing things to happen to you, you mm-hmm. allowing people to treat you in any type of way. You know, you you find you might find yourself in toxic relationship after toxic relationship because you, you really don't think that you deserve anything better than mm-hmm. that. Uh, or that you know not necessarily deserve but that you don't think that you you should have anything better than that or you can have anything better than that uh, same thing for dudes you know, I mean if you don't think you're worth it you probably won't even try you probably won't even try you'll just be out here liking people but too afraid to approach and perhaps get taken advantage of mm-hmm. by you know shiftless women Lewd and shiftless women. Yeah, I'm saying like you know, take you out. You know, take you. You know, got you on the phone as you know, food man. Yeah, agree. That definitely will influence your motivation for seeking your relationship. And then once people, if someone knows that you don't think that you're worthy, they they depending on the caliber of person or what type of person they are, they may start to com- either reinforce that idea, right, convince you that you aren't worthy, and then you end up in. Um, a domestic a situation that could involve some sort of abuse physical mm-hmm. verbal emotional abuse because you don't think that you're worthy and so they will you know reinforce that idea and use do things to manipulate you to keep you there keep you there or you end up in a situation where you're being taken advantage of in some other way mm-hmm. maybe you're being financially abused maybe you are um in a space where you're not in a reciprocal relationship, right? The person is just getting all the benefits, mm-hmm. still dogging you out, man or woman, and you just out here, mm-hmm. just out here, just getting dead dirty. Everyone can see it, but you just like, you know, she love me, she love me, she never do this to me. You don't understand. Ooh, I trip. That's why I got a black no. eye. That's I fell hard. into his fist, but I'm not. I say, I'm not trying to make light of domestic abuse because that's not, you know, a laughing matter, a laughing matter. But like, this is the type of shit that you end up in potentially. Uh, odds are, if you don't, if you are a person who don't, doesn't have a lot of self-worth, that manifests in your actions. People can see that. Yeah. And generally speaking, let's say the average person who has the average amount of self-worth, who who's ain't really out here to try to like do nobody dirty, they'll see that. And they'll leave you the fuck alone. It's like, yeah, I'm not trying to get involved in that because you probably have a lot of shit behind that. You know, like you said, they're constantly reassuring. They're always insecure. Maybe they, you might have behaviors of like you just accusing your partner of shit mm-hmm. that don't exist and you always, you know, starting arguments and things of that nature. And they'll just leave you alone. The only type of people that you will attract will be people who see that you are vulnerable and want to take, take advantage, advantage of, of it. Yeah. So that can be one of the reasons why you find you may find yourself in con- constantly in constant like toxic relationships or, or constant t- t- shitty situations with with partners. That's real. As you're saying you. that, yeah. as you're saying that, I'm thinking about like experiences that I've had and that friends close to me have had with people who were not um, completely available to us, like people who we we realize that like they gotta do a lot for this person this person is not reciprocating at all or is reciprocating at a bare minimum and how in those situations again like a, a part of our worth being tied to like being a good girl meant that like 
well, if I just get more or like mm-hmm. if I just continue to try, because I know I'm a good person. This person, I chose they're gonna this person. See it. They're going to see it and then they're going to change their ways mm-hmm. and then things are going to be different. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. this is just who they are. Like you, it doesn't matter who you are to them. This is who they are. Mm-hmm. And they enjoy the benefits of being with you. But that isn't going to encourage them to change their behaviors, nor is that your responsibility. Mm-hmm. I definitely have been in relationship with people where I'm like, OK, well, like I like these few things about them. But if these other things can change then our relationship will be good. And if I just continue to show up and be good, Mm-mm. then they will change nope. and our relationship will now be good. That's nope. not that's, true. That's, that's not true. I, I got this from from uh, Smooth from Crew. No, it was a Smooth. From cruise season, where it was like, you you will come to accept shitty behavior before your the the potential partner comes up to meet you where you are. Mm. Like if you are up here and they down here, they're gonna pull you down with them first mm. before you you ever get them to be whatever it is that you're looking for them to be. Like you, you are just you're gonna come to accept like this is just the way this person is, and come to like be okay with that before any any positive change is gonna happen. That's that's just how that's just how it is. Very ghetto. That's it's fucked up. Uh, and I it also it and it doesn't just work. It it doesn't just work with like lack of self worth. It, it just any type of negative emotion really. Like, mm-hmm. eh, no, that's that's not a. a that's not the path I'm trying to I'm trying to take on. I'm trying to say that you can have it, it can it can it can work in different types of behaviors. So not only in the, the with the lack of self worth, it can be just like being unapproachable. Like I, I've heard, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you heard of or heard of, know of, or whatever it may be, of women who just like. I can't deal with these, you know, with these, with these dudes. All the people who approach me are like ain't shit. They disrespectful, la da 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 da. But if, but when you like kind of look at them and how the demeanor is, they like they they seem mean. They seem mm. standoffish. Like they don't want nobody to approach them. This goes back, like they, you know, they they get offended with when people approach them. But then they'll say, I I'm like this because the people who do approach me, you know, treat me disrespectfully. But I but I would I would question it would go back to what I said before about like the type of people who will approach you, who was you giving out this energy. Mm-hmm. So like the law abiding citizen, so to speak, the good person, the nice person that you're looking for, they're going to see you looking like, Oh, she don't want to be approached. So I'm not going to approach. Her. I'm going to respect that. Who you think is the people or the type of person who's going to see you look like you don't want nobody to talk to you and then say, fuck you. Yeah. I'm talking to you anyway. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got no boundaries around me. Little shawty, what's up? Like what you mean? So, yeah, yeah, I get that. I definitely works in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Now that we've spent some time thinking about some of the negative impacts of self worth mm-hmm. on your relationship, can you think of any positive ones? Of like having, not some... just in general. Of like, even if your self worth is tied to something external, mm-hmm. is there any way for that to be a pos- a net positive in your relationship? I mean, it's it's a net positive if you have like a healthy self worth. Like, even if some of the, the reinforcing messaging is external in the sense of like you've gotten compliments from like people you cl- you care and love, you know, throughout your life, and you have a you know decent sense, uh, and you have a decent sense of internalized uh, 
it's like self-esteem, but you still also get reinforcement from external things. You can bring that in. You can, that allows you to set boundaries. Because mm. like if you have a healthy sense, a healthy self-worth, a healthy sense of like who you are and what you like and what you, what you are and what, or what not and things of that nature, you can set and maintain some decent, some decent boundaries. I'm not saying you're going to be perfect at it, but I'm saying that you will have some standards. And then obviously as life happens, you will also learn to adjust them. So I, I think the difference between someone who has like a decent amount of self-worth and someone who doesn't is that like even when life comes at you, you yes. stay the same. Mm. Like you, you continue to m- remain there versus someone who has some side of self-worth, you will learn and adapt and be able to like, okay, this person came at me disrespectfully. Okay, I, that was because maybe I allowed that shit to happen. Mm. I, don't, I don't deserve that. So next time I'm going to change and, be, and catch that and, and, and nip that in the bud, so to speak. Okay, I get that. That makes a lot of sense. So basically, as you grow in your self-worth, you're able to adapt and recognize things that that you did, that you you should be held accountable for, Mm -hmm. as well as what the other party did and how you don't want that to continue to occur Mm -hmm. or be the norm for you. Mm -hmm. And that's another benefit of the the, the self-esteem and things of nature coming into play. Like maybe you you don't have it all figured out. Maybe you do. You did start off with a little bit of low self-esteem. You're a shy person, whatever, whatever. Whatever it may be, but as you go through life, you get a little bit more, uh, you know, become more self aware. You get a little bit more confident because you done did this a couple of times, and you start noticing pattern recognition, mm-hmm. which is a very undervalued skill set in adults. Uh, when it comes to like relationships, you start to adapt. You start to get better at it, and you start to recognize like, nah, I like this, I like this shit, like oh, this type of shit leads to potentially this. Let me let me avoid that. Oh, this type of shit leads to. You know, this good thing potentially happened. This these positive traits and that I value, then let me make sure like I do that more. Mm-hmm. But at the heart of it, I think that having a good self good self esteem or good self worth allows for easier implementation of boundaries healthy ones yeah i agree with that i think self-worth is about where esteem is like i'm good or i'm i'm bad like Mm -hmm. i can or i can't worth is about i deserve or i don't deserve and so i think when accepting or not accepting yeah like when you are at a place where you feel worthy you can better advocate for yourself because it's like no i deserve this like it's not a question of if if this is um it's not a question of if if I deserve this or not, or like if it's okay for me to ask for this thing. You can set boundaries from a place of like, no, I deserve to, for my needs to be met. Yeah, I but I, I kind of I kind of cringe a little bit when when people use the word deserve because I personally feel like no one deserves not a goddamn thing. Like you, like a deserve implies like a like an intrinsic. Like I am owed this thing, like just for for being. Like no one owes you anything. Well, I'm I'm I think. I think worthy and deserve do have something to do because like to be in a place of self-worth is to be like to me at least in a place where you think that all of the good that happens mm-hmm. to you is due to you. Does that make sense? It does. Not like it does. you don't have to feel like things are a miracle or like um, things are happening to you because you've done something mm-hmm. like you just deserve for good things to happen to you because you exist. Right, like, cause why not? Yeah. Cause why basically like, cause why not? And mm-hmm. I think deserve is a good way to, but by that definition, that means you also means that you deserve for bad shit to happen to you too. Cause just 
because you it's just what it is. It's life. Good things and bad things happen. Indiscriminate indiscriminate. So just like you if you say if you want to be on like I deserve to for good things to happen to me just on the on the strength of just me being me and existing, by that same definition, technically you deserve some bad shit happening to you too. I don't know if I agree with that. I, no one says like I'm worthy of bad things. Yeah, that's, that's true. Maybe I mean that's not po- it's not thing, positive think- thinking. Yeah, maybe it's I, I deserve good things and I accept, you know, there all things. There right? we go. Like, that works. I accept all the things that happen mm-hmm. because I'm worthy regardless of whatever happens. That works. That works. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I guess I'm speaking it more in the sense of like being surprised that random shit happens to you. Like in the sense of like how 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 can this be like niggas shit, like bad, oh, shit yeah. like so shit happens like, yeah. shit happens like you fin- you finna get this work just like everybody else you're not special you're not exempt from life you, you know don't like people your- being special I don't know why what's wrong with people being special I'm special to me I am <laughs> you're special to me and my mom and the people that you love and care mm-hmm. about that's facts that's how it should be but I don't expect. Pai Mei and, and the backwoods of, of China to give any kind of fucks about me. That's fair. So, yeah. Uh, and also, just like low self-worth can have a negative impact on you, I also think too high of self-worth can also have a negative impact on you. I disagree. You don't think so? I think you can have... Yeah, I disagree. I think it, you can have toxic... Mm, I don't even think you can have toxic self-worth, though. You can maybe have... Uh, I, I'm i tempted to say self-esteem, but I don't think that's really it either. Because self-worth, it really is a spectrum between worthy and unworthy. And you can't think you're too worthy. You think you, someone can think they're yes, too worthy? Yes, yes, yes. You can think, I'm so worthy that I'm... like It would kind of place you in a, in a sense of like, I'm, I'm more worthy than you. Mm. Like I'm, I'm up here, I'm, I'm up here high and you not. I mean, I hear that, but you're, that like how dare, like a how, person. How dare you don't call me, sir? Like, don't I think you that's know a who person I am? who's basing their self-worth on external things though. Eh, and because fair, you know that fair, your self-worth fair. shouldn't be based on, ex- that's why I feel like it's, it's just toxic. If it's toxic because it's based off of external things and then I can work on either either spec end of the spectrum between worthy and unworthy mm-hmm. you can be you can have toxic self-worth and think that you're very unworthy and toxic self-worth and think that you're very worthy just based off of external things true but i mean there well there's such a thing as a narcissist there's such of a thing as people who have over like delusional type of uh self-worth words it's like you know treat you know you you must address me as you know your majesty but you are unemployed. Un- un- no, not even that. You are like un- <laughs> that, that too. You like unemployed. You homeless. But mm-hmm. address me as as your Majesty. Like mm, I think that shit ain't matching up. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. I think most most people have a general idea of where you are in comparison to like your surroundings. Mm-hmm. I think it's, and it is vital that you have that ability to discern that just off of this survival. Yeah. Like I know I can knock this person out and I also know I can knock this person out. Me knowing that keeps me from getting knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. 
just use a quick and dirty analogy or a quick and dirty like example. But yeah, self worth is self having a health healthy sense of self worth. It is very important for for relationships, but just in general. Period. It 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 affects everything in your life. It affects whether you do well in school. It mm-hmm. affects whether you go to higher education or you go into the job market. It affects what type of jobs you decide to apply for and try to get. It affects the type of friends that you make or try or try to make. It affects the way you live. All that, everything, everything is tied to it. So it's very important that we cultivate a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem and do things that make you feel like your best self. Agreed. Damn, I think that might have been my... FFT? My yeah okay my final food for thought is to evaluate what you are using to determine your self-worth that's facts you should see yourself as worthy just because you are you don't have to do anything to be worthy of what of of viewing yourself as worthy like you don't have to do anything to view yourself as worthy not worthy of anything Mm -hmm. like not i don't you worthy of a relationship worthy of a job worthy of a promotion those things all come with things right there's responsibilities Mm -hmm. there are prerequisites requirements things that you have to do in order to be worthy of of those things or not even worthy just be qualified for those things facts your self-worth is more about am am i worthy as a person as a person and you are that's true i mean you're technically you can do anything you so you're worthy to be anything, mm-hmm. but you have to do work to be specific things. Exactly. But, but you are worthy to try. You are. You are worthy to try. You deserve. You got to the opportunity. Try. Yep. You you deserve an opportunity to to, to try to be the, the best you that you can be. I, de- I that's that's something I can give you. I can I can give people like yeah, you definitely deserve. You everyone's worthy and deserving of of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Or they should be. Mm-hmm. Cause I understand that may not be true for a lot of people in the world. That's mm-hmm. not that's not cool. Definitely not fair. But you know, we already know how that work, how fairness works in this world. It doesn't. So yeah. But yeah, if you're listening to this, use worthy. You are so worthy. Mm-hmm. You can. You will. have that good life. You can have. You know, you do deserve to be or 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 worthy to be happy. You may just have to do some things that you haven't done before. In order to get, to get an outcome that you've never had, you got to do some things that you've never done. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We good? We great. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode. And holla at your boy and your girl. Till next time. Peace. Make sure to check us out every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their cousin, auntie, mama, grandma, granddaughter's son. Work that out. (laughs) 
tell them where they can follow us at. <laughs> Math problems. All right. If you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast, send us an email at thebuffetpod at gmail.com and we just might shout you out. Follow us on Instagram at thebuffetpod, all one word. Thank you for listening, learning, and laughing with us. This has been The Buffet, where we give you endless food for thought. We out.